Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. Welcome back. It is me, Jay Mulatto, your favorite podcaster, or I would like to think that I'm your favorite podcaster and you are tuned into Unpopular and Incorrect. I'm excited that you guys are back. Did you miss me? So welcome back, man. Um, we got a jam-packed episode of like a serious topic. People have been asking me my views on interracial dating, which I think is a great topic, especially for the times that we're in right now. And um, of course, we got the Ask Jay segment. Another good one, man. I love y'all questions. They so deep. They deeper than what I thought y'all was going to send me. But before we get to the Ask Jay segment, y'all know I go to a sponsor. <coughs> Excuse me. And when I say I go to a sponsor, these are actual businesses that are the reason I get paid per stream. And I didn't want to just keep it to that. I wanted entrepreneurs and whoever to inbox me about doing this kind of thing. But let me just tell y'all this. Please stop contacting me telling me that you're going to sponsor an episode, a $30 slot, or, you know, two episodes, which would be a $50 slot. Please do not tell me that you're ready. You're going to be ready this day. Just hit me up when you're ready because I see that y'all go to strip clubs. I see that y'all buying candied grapes and whatever kind of shit y'all want to do with y'all money. That has nothing to do with me. But please do not contact me about business until you are ready to handle business, okay? Because y'all getting on my nerves. I'm not about to keep postponing when I record episodes because I'm intending to record episodes with you guys' sponsor slot on it. So... Um, shout out to entrepreneurs. Definitely will do slots with y'all. Like I said, 30, 50, but, um, don't hit me until you are ready. So we about to go to a, a real business sponsor that I don't have to hunt down for their slot. And then we're going to come back and have the ask J segment. Okay. So boom, are you guys ready for ask J? Okay. So this is from, you know, Jane Dogarrow. But it goes, so I recently got promoted to the gang unit in my department, and they've been briefing me on a few subjects we're doing surveillance on. My sergeant told me not to tell anyone about my new assignment because you can't control what they say or if they'll say something. So I haven't told my family or friends. Now, let's rewind a bit. I met this guy back in the summer of 2012 at a let out like parking lot. He had on a coat boys hoodie and I wanted it bad queen. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, let me get that bitch. The whole time it's 85 degrees out. And my 19 year ass was putting two and two together. He replied, let me get your number. I got five. You can get one, but you can't get this one. So I'm like, okay, bet. few months in, we text and getting to know one another dating, etc. I've been trying to get him to leave the game. Y'all know what the game is. If y'all don't know what the game is, it's um drugs <laughs> so for years but he's been complacent and scared i'm like start a business anything he dragging his feet so i left him alone for a whole year in that year i get into the police academy but wait there's more queen in 2017 i'm doing my thing fast forward to now we hook up from time to time, and he does a lot of pillow talking. I haven't told him that I'm an officer yet, but he's been telling me he's ready to get out of the game. He just doesn't think he'll make enough to take care of his family and two kids. So I tr- I suggested a trade school, anything. 
He's taking steps to get enrolled into a course for electricians, which I'm super proud of. But I know he's still dabbling in the drug shit because he's one of the subjects we're about to hit with an indictment. I don't know what to do. I really like him. He's always been so good to me. We just come from different places and are doing um and going different places. Literally. <laughs> Jay, help a bitch out. I've been fucked up ever since I seen his picture on the board. What should I do? Man, again, do y'all see why I get so fucking excited when I be uh, uh, like opening my ass J emails and shit, bro? It be real questions. I be feeling like Fox 5 News, like I'm dedicated, determined, and dependable. Like y'all on the people's court when y'all write me. I just thought y'all was going to be hitting me up by these little desk money ass niggas, these little scrubs and shit. Y'all sending me real issues. These are real people that have decided to drop their cases and come to my courtroom, okay? So, woo. I don't even know where to start, right? Because <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I love me a drug dealer, okay, bitch? Like, y'all can keep them scamming niggas. Like, they not real hustlers. They don't give back to the community like nothing like that. Like real drug dealers be out here, the fuck out here. They take care of whole families. They take care of their neighborhood. They buy the little boys in the neighborhood who are talented but come from bad homes. They sports, but they like they cleats and shit. Girl, like play, pay they sport dudes. I fuck with the drug dealers. You feel me? Drug. If you a drug dealer, holla at me, baby. That's just how I be feeling. So uh, let me see. I don't even know where to start, Queen. It's like, let me just say this, right? If you are in a gang unit and like a, a DEA agent or whatever you're doing and y'all are surveillance and niggas, I'm going to start here, right? And you should know this or this should have crossed your mind. There is no way they have been investigating that man and they don't realize that you and that man that had some kind of dealings. Like, maybe I got it twisted because I'm not a real cop. And I just be watching Law and Order and CSI and Criminal Minds and shit like that. But on there, girl, them folks should know that you fuck with him or have fucked with him and that it will be some kind of conflict of interest. Now, if they haven't figured out that y'all had no kind of relationship, I ain't going to tell you to go tell him, um, you know, that you do either. In the extension of our conversation after getting this um, email or whatever, I know that you wrote me and was like, you want to tell him or you want to go into the office and be like, look, he really a good nigga. But the news is fake, queen. They don't care nothing about no black man being a good nigga and taking care of no family and two kids, a mom, a granddad, somebody with cancer and a cancer ward. They don't care nothing about that, okay? So, no, I don't advise you to even go to your superior and try to plead with them about this. Now, here go the sticky part, right? Because you saying he a good guy, you fuck with him, he trying to go to trade school and all that. My real question to you is, why won't you tell him? Why haven't you had why haven't you guys had the conversation that he's being surveillance? You get what I'm saying? Like, I know it may be a conflict of interest, but the whole shit's a conflict of interest. You get what I mean? Man, all I'm going to say is this. Like, I can't speak to you because I don't know what the conflict of interest is with your job or how that's going to go. But all I know is that you ever see somebody falling and somebody grab their arm and they don't trip all the way. Or they grab somebody's shirt and they don't fall. I'm asking you to be like that for this man because I'm going to just assume that he like. 
And when you live in a country like the country we in, and it's founded off of our backs and our hard working enslavement, and yet we literally have no pull in the melting, like in the pot of money, I don't really care what people do to get money. As long as you're not robbing grandmamas and killing folks and shit, I'm going to say get it how you live, man. So just from the outside looking in, again, I don't know the semantics of what it would take. Like if you betraying your job by saving this man, but it's already a conflict of interest. All I'm going to say to you is if you have the power to save that man, please save him. You sound like he a good guy. He said he's going to try to do trade school and whatever else. I'm saying help him. Help him. Help him, queen. That is my advice. You know what I mean? And again, I don't know how it works with that being your job and what's the conflict of interest with that going to be. And if it'll fall back on you for, you know, giving him the, the, the red, the green light to get out of there. I don't know what that's like, man. But, and I couldn't even imagine what it's like being in your situation anyway. But I just want to say, save that man. Because the fact that you wrote me like this, and then we had a little bit of words after I read it, like I could see that you care for him. So if you can be the light at the end of his tunnel, I am asking you to be the light at the end of this man's tunnel. And that's all I can say to you, girl. Now, before we get into the topic of the day, I just want to tell you all about just Japan Boutique on Instagram. As the warm weather has approached us, ladies, and it's time for us to show off our spring and summer bodies, why wait ages, and I mean ages for your shipments from certain boutiques, and you know exactly what boutiques I'm talking about, when you can shop at Just Japan Boutique. She has all the looks and at the fraction, at a fraction of the cost as the other boutiques. Fast and reliable delivery, and we know how important that is. So, ladies, please, please, please hop on Instagram and shop at Just Japan Boutique. That is J U S T J A P A N B O U T I Q U E. Just Japan Boutique. So, of course, we are about to delve, dive, whatever the fuck the terminology is, into this week's topic, which is interracial dating, right? Now, before I give my perspective, this literally has nothing to do with black and white for me. If I'm going to date somebody, they'll probably be Middle Eastern <laughs> and uh, like date somebody out of being a black man. But, um, oh, I don't know how to, I'm trying to have this conversation without being like belting out my frustrations that I have with black men. And don't get me wrong. I love black men to death. Like, like want to marry a black man, want to have black Kings girl, want to do it. But like, I'll be really feeling like black men be putting the world on your shoulders and like, you just supposed to deal with it. And outside of it being about black men, I feel like American men have gotten to that point. And the more you listen to me and the more you might know about me, then you'll realize that um, 
I'm very, very traditional when it comes to gender roles. And that's what intrigues me about foreign men, like men from other countries, especially in the Middle East or, you know, in Europe and stuff like that, is because they want their woman in the house. They don't want their woman to work. They want the woman to be with the kids and take care of the household. And that's literally about all the fuck I want to do. Like, aside from me writing books and podcasting and maybe hopefully one day being on radio, that's like really not no full-time job shit. Like I could not imagine myself clocking into no fucking job. I did that shit for almost 10 years of my life. Started working when I was 15, pretty much had my last job when I was 25. In the midst of that, I did dance. But after that, I had a, a regular job as well. And like a bitch is tired. I'll never do it again. I'm not working to make nobody else rich. That's just how I feel about it. And coming from a single parent household, it's like up until I was in high school, my mom got married. It just makes me know how much a child can miss the parent not being there. You feel what I mean? So like, I want to be home. I want to make dinner and fix my man plate. Like, you know, you can ask anybody that date me, like, what you eating? I'm about to go fix it. What you want to drink? I'm going to throw it away. Like, I treat my man like that because I just naturally want to be that kind of woman to the guy that I'm with. Now, this is when things get tricky, okay? This is when shit gets spooky. It's like American men want you to fucking have a full-time job. You still got to make dinner. You got to go to every PTA meeting. You got to suck dick in a handstand. You got to wash drawers and fold them every night. You got to press his clothes that he going to wear the next month. Like, I don't know. I just feel like... They see you, they don't see you as an equal, but they see you as an equal. You get what I'm saying? Like, your opinion doesn't matter, or your vote doesn't count. Your salary ain't going to be the same, but I need you to be working on hard as fuck on the railroad with me, too, and still being a woman. And I feel like in the midst of all this, American man wants you to be the strongest woman you can be, like the bitch that's on the um, mechanic shop, like with the white lady with the bandana on and shit. They want you to be like that, but like they don't want to be super men because if a man was really being a man, he would not want to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm always doing weird shit with the mic, but I feel like if a man. Like, again, back to me, and I hate that I have to keep giving that disclaimer because y'all will write me in my inbox or swear up and down that I'm saying this about y'all and that y'all should feel the same way as me. But this is my podcast, my opinion on my topics. I hope that y'all can understand that one day. But I felt like if a man really cared about you, he wouldn't want to see you out there like that. (laughs) But if, you know what I'm saying, y'all think it's an insult that niggas in the Middle East and shit, like, only want they woman in the house and I think that shit's a privilege goddamn like I am on it and we in such a time now and I'll be talking to a lot of my friends like this like I know for a fact as millennials we never really thought that's you know um racism was dead or anything but it was definitely hidden and it wasn't in our faces and I feel like we have gotten to the time, like, with these Jenna Six and these Trayvon Martins and Mike Browns and Philando Castiles and uh, Alton Sterling. And the list goes on and on, man. So many that don't even get the trials that we get to hear about. But um, I feel like now that, like, racial tensions are back high, I've heard plenty of people say and feel like that if you date outside your race, 
<laughs> you don't love your people and you can't be pro-black. And for a minute, I thought the same, but it's like, I'm tired of having the battle of oppressions with black men. It's like, no matter what you try to tell a black man you're going through, it's like a whole different Me Too movement. Like, it's not just y'all. You can't just say. It's like, we supposed to nurture and heal y'all wounds. But as soon as we speak about our pain and what we go through and how we suffer, it's like, oh, so do I. And it's like, God damn. Like, y'all don't let us breathe. You hate everything about us. You don't like bitches with natural hair because their hair is kinky, and then you don't want somebody with weave. You don't like somebody that wear makeup, or if you light skin at this time because melanin's popping, light skin mixed bitches not in. Like, it's just never enough. And it's just American men. And really, it'd be the black men that be like that. So I just, I have really, really mixed feelings about interracial dating. Now, would I date a white man? That's interesting because I probably would date a white man, right? But I hate white women. Like y'all know, I think white women, well, I know for a fact they're the most dangerous creatures on earth of all fucking time. History proves that. They're the demise of damn near everything. But like, there's no way that I can love a white man and his and not love his white mom or his white sister. See how unfair that would be? But like, you, that's why I'm like, it's not a black and white thing for me. Because I more so would like to date, or I would have liked to date, uh, have dated a, a man that was foreign. And for the reasons that I said, like I told y'all, I'm not a feminist, bitch. I'm not all oh, the ladies who throw your, I'm not independent, bitch. I want all the help. I want to be in the house with my babies. I want to be fixing my man play every time he hungry. If he want another scoop of beans, bitch, I'm trying to go get his beans. Where I'm trying to go to every PTA meet and I'm trying to be a team mom if my son play football and be out there with a cooler, a Gatorade. Like I have freedom and comfort to be a mom and a wife. My biggest fear my whole life has been and still is to die without children and no husband. Everybody fears something different. So that is how you could imagine how much being in the house and nurturing somebody else and my kids how much that means to me that that would be the greatest fear of my life not getting shot in the head in a drive-by not being in the wrong place at the wrong time not never be getting on radio even though that's my biggest dream not none of that's my biggest fear my biggest fear is that I wouldn't be a mom and a wife okay that's my biggest fear so when we talk about this crossover dating if I see that it seems to be abundantly happening in other cultures, then again, of, of course those other cultures excite me. You know what I mean? And it's like, I want to love my black man down, honey. I just do. But it's just like, who like who gonna love me? I feel like precious mama. Bitch, who gonna love me? <laughs> like, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot to deal with. And I feel like I don't, like, I can't handle that right now no more. I've done it enough. I've carried enough black men on my back, as bad as that may sound. And this, I'm probably going to get ate up for this podcast, but this is just the honest to God truth. Like, my dealings with them more so have been negative than positive. You know what I mean? 
I think that the population is roughly about seven trillion or something, some uh, like outrageous number. <laughs> but I want to say it might be seven trillion. Uh, you can Google it. But um, I want to say that that's the population, right? Who's to say that out of the seven trillion people on this planet, that my husband has to like my soulmate, my life partner, my twin flame, whoever this man is that I marry, who's to say that he's gonna be a black man from Georgia, or a black man from the United States? You know what I mean? I guess so many people on this planet. How could how could you possibly limit who you get love for? Because you might become the best friend, the best of friends with somebody that's Persian. Or you might meet somebody that's Japanese and y'all have an undeniable bond. You know what I mean? It's just so many people out here in the world. Why does it come down to what color or where they're from in terms of love? And regardless of who I marry, every day I look on the internet and every time I see that somebody was black and gunned down with their hands up, with no weapon on them. It's never going to stop me from wanting to be out here and teach and talk about that kind of shit and keep filling my brain with the knowledge to spread that to other people. You know what I mean? And I would not be with somebody who wasn't equally as passionate about the things that I'm passionate about when it comes to something like that. That's kind of how I don't understand how black men could marry white women because like I said white women are like worst creatures on earth I would like for anybody to be with anybody other than them like I don't think they for nobody like I don't even think they for the white man they don't even you know what I'm saying like they shit is so wild to me you know what I mean but I think that the person that I'm with could never empathize with the certain things that I go through. And I would be okay with marrying somebody that's like, look, I could never understand how you get scared every time your brother get pulled over by the police in a routine traffic stop. I could never understand that. But I'm cool with being in the fight with you and for you and for your people. I think that that is fair. And I think that that is okay in love. I don't think that anybody could understand black people like black people and that's a fact but just because somebody of another ethnicity you know what I mean race or whatever you want to say um, wouldn't understand me doesn't mean that they can't love me through my pain I've been with black men who understand my pain who go through it and still didn't love me through my pain knowing what I gotta face out here and me knowing what they gotta face and me trying to be there for them. You get what I'm saying? It's very unfair to feel like that they would all love us and treat us better. And that's not what has been happening in reality. So when it comes to interracial dating, I'm a yay all day. I think that love has no color. And my history has taught me that I can't depend on black men. That's what my history has taught me. So, and again, I'm not saying all of them are bad or nothing of the sort like that. We're just talking about like what I have to deal with 
of what I have dealt with. So everybody's dealings with whatever going to be different. I could totally understand why y'all don't believe in interracial dating. I really could. But I'm going to say it's a yay all day. And I understand why it's a nay for anybody else. Um, Kind of really a touchy, hard topic to talk about. I kind of just started getting down, bitch. Like, I know what nothing funny that I said. But um, I just want to wrap it up because <laughs> I don't want to be in this spot all day. Uh, shout out to everybody that has donated to me on my Patreon. Shout out to all my patrons. You guys are more appreciated than you know since it ain't but like five or six of y'all. Shout out to anybody that asked me that I need anything and will donate to my cash app. My cash app is at jmulatto, J-A-Y-M-U-L-L-A-T-O. So um, you know you can find me at that name on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, honey. And on Facebook, man, and uh, um, send your topic suggestions. I don't really have no announcements because, you know, I hate doing announcements because every time I announce some shit, I fall sick, my my knee break. It'd be some weird shit. So I'm just going to stop promising y'all dates and all that kind of stuff. Man, so again, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to me each and every week. Uh, Definitely send me y'all topic suggestions. I got plenty. Um, and of course you sponsorships, contact me, whatever, when you ready and you going to be ready to handle the business then. So, um, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all know it's me, Jay Mulatto, and thank you for listening to unpopular and incorrect.